Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Anybody listening to me overseas by a pool or over their breakfast on the patio on a sunny morning, tell me something. If you went out to the tat shop around the corner, you know the little fella with everything from a needle to an anchor. And if you went out to the little tat shop down the road now in Lanzarote or Tenerife or Alicante or wherever you happen to be this morning, how much would you pay for a pair of flip-flops? I reckon you'd probably pay a euro, maybe two euro, maybe five euro for a really luxurious pair. But RTE was paying 34 euro per pair for flip-flops, for a flipping corporate gig. You know? Here's another thing. If I borrowed the car, assuming that I can drive your car with insurance, right? If I borrowed your car and said, listen, my car's a bit dodgy, can I have a loan of yours there for an hour. Few jobs to do. I'll bring it back later on and throw the keys in the door. You're grand to drive on, no problem. Just be careful. And you're covered. I'm covered, yeah. What have you held on to that car for five flipping years? Five years? Well, I mean, would no one notice, like, that you'd borrowed a car for five years? It's just part of chapter two, verse 17 of the RTE scenario which is just getting more and more bizarre by the day. All of your papers of course have it today. The Sun, uh, Toe Show the farcical, which I like and picture of flip-flops on the front of it. Of course they are. RTE Chiefs split as new spending splurges revealed. There's a lot of fallings out within RTE over this. More bombshells on the way. More to come. Like we ain't heard it all yet. In fact, there are some who believe we ain't heard it, heard nothing yet. For flip's sake, says the Daily Mirror with a pair of some that or a pair of um, flip flops on the front. They're actually the branded flip flops, Hogan, whatever they're called, that were 34 quid a pair, two bits of rubber and a bit of plastic for between your toes. The star has, well, bleep, bleep show the musical, S dot dot T show. The music, it's just a mess. But here's the best bit of all. We have made, RTE rather, have made the BBC News website. The Irish broadcaster has been accused of running a slush fund. Executives being questioned by the Parliament. But Ryan Tuberty, 5,000 euro on, on, on flip-flops. They were, they were members. They held a membership of a posh club in London. At the same time that their London correspondent was... Listen, Sean Defoe, political correspondent, can tell us more. Sean, this story just gives us more and more every single day. Good morning. 
morning yeah i mean revelation after revelation yesterday felt as if it was 20 news cycles long with everything that we were getting coming out of rte from late on tuesday night really when it emerged that there were extra barter accounts that there were more accounts that were sort of hidden and then what we were getting was new documents going to members of the media committee and, and them sharing them on all throughout the morning and i think the one that's caught the attention both in the papers and of everyone else is is that barter account the one that they were, were sort of using for everyday expenses and again to say like barter account is not necessarily a weird thing for a business to use lots of businesses mm. use them it's rather what was going through them that seems very odd so like you say five thousand euro for flip-flops is the one that really caught the imagination for a, a client summer party back in 20 2016, I think it was, 2,100 euro also spent on balloons at that party and 21,000 on food and drink, uh, 23 grand on European final tickets, 7 grand on uh, golf outing, that's one of a number of different golf outings, 967 euro for parking for agencies and clients at a, at a talk, uh, that Soho House Members Club in London, 2,300 euro a year, Aviva Stadium boxes for clients for Harry Styles, Westlife and the Eagles with a price of 9,000 euro uh, and then one entry that was marked 4,568 euro and the only note next to it was alcohol uh, and they may well have needed another one of those entries after yesterday so well the committee went yeah I mean like you say just went through it there and you're right barter accounts are used throughout the industry and contra deals are used throughout the industry and once the accountant is happy and the taxman is happy then everyone's happy but this is bizarre use of this kind of money. Like, talk to me about that club in London. That's the club where apparently Harry and Meghan had their first date. What on earth were we doing as members, or were RTE doing as members of that club, Sean? Yeah, it's a place called Soho House, fairly exclusive members club, and I say about two and a half grand, uh, a little less than two and a half grand for an annual membership. Now, what RTE says, uh, Geraldine O'Leary, the commercial director, said at the committee yesterday, was that they were using it for meetings, that they meet a lot of their corporate clients over there. And while only 5% of the uh, commercial spend for RTE comes directly from the UK, a lot of the big clients, a lot of big companies who are based here would have their main offices in London. And so about a third of the overall commercial spend might have had dealings when, when they went to London. So that when they went there, they needed someone to, to somewhere to meet them and that the RTE no longer had offices over there the way it did in the past. Those had all been sold up during the lean years. And so they got this place right. And you can... You can question, it seems like a fairly ritzy place to get it because you not have gotten sort of a hotel room somewhere. Mm. And that was what one of the members of the committee uh, did ask. And Geraldine O'Leary sort of going along this line of look, was, there is Was a, there not a, a meeting room business. in an Irish club you could have rented? Well, I don't know about the, any Irish clubs over there, but even a hotel, you know, yeah, know somewhere yeah, you yeah. could have had a, certainly a, a cheaper deal. But the, the juxtaposition, I suppose, is the story that came out afterwards through M.O. Kelly from RT, that at the same time that RT officials were using this fairly exclusive club, their London correspondent was filing voicers and doing voiceovers for TV from the bathrooms of, yeah. you know, cafes and McDonald's and whatever else, because she also had no office. Yeah, you'd wonder, did she even know? That was Fiona Mitchell, wasn't it? Did she even know that this club was there? That she, if she was anywhere within a square mile of it, she could have gone in and used the facilities there to do her work, as she should have been entitled to if the if RT were members of it, you know. Yeah, you would assume, that, but you'd assume she didn't. Um, yeah. You know, that imagine that this was one of us for the commercial guys, and it's for all our sensitive meetings. But uh, you know, if she if only had access to it, I'm sure she would have rather than trying to do it over a toilet, you know. Now, a couple of the more serious elements to it, Sean, is there's now a very clear distinction between 
the executive, i.e. the management of RTE and the board, what used to be known as the RTE authority. Clearly, there's a, a chasm between the two of them now that the board is looking at management and going, what on earth have you been doing? Will heads roll, do you think? Yeah, I, I think we're, we're heading towards that point. Uh, the, up until really Tuesday night, ministers and even members of the, the committees had been sort of loath to go there, wanted answers more than they wanted heads. And that sort of changed yesterday when all this drip, drip, drip started to come out. Now, the committee meeting itself actually pulled that tone back a bit right before the committee. I, I was wondering, would there be resignations yesterday that day? Such was the sort of febrile atmosphere among the politicians. Uh, and I think if the questions weren't satisfactory, Actually answered, at least took a bit of the sting out of it during the, the committee yesterday. Shuni Rattling, the chair of the board, went right up to the line of mm. resignations. She mm. said that the confidence of the board in the executives and the board in the, the day-to-day management has certainly been eroded. She wouldn't get into whether they should there be resignations, and you can kind of understand why, because oh. obviously there's a disciplinary process yes. that will go that has to be gone through for each of them. And if she had, if she comes out and calls for heads, that could start a legal process, a very costly process. And what she said was that if there is any sort of talk of that, it will all be dealt with through the proper channels and in an individual manner. You also remember the executive board is, is nine people, some of whom had no involvement, some of whom are only on the board in the last two or three months uh, and so, you know, post-date all of this sort of stuff going on, so she wouldn't give any blanket statement mm. that yes, the executive has to go, but certainly there are question marks over the positions of a number of them. I know Geraldine O'Leary in probably one of the strongest back and forths yesterday of the committee with Imelda Munster, she pointed out she only has eight weeks left in the job, she's retiring uh, anyway, but then said she felt that her own position may not be tenable, such was the scrutiny of her private life, so such was the tenor, some of the things that had been said about her and her husband uh, online and said that it had extremely damaged her mental mm-hmm. health and was something that she found totally unacceptable. So this is getting personal for them as well, quite yes. aside from the whole question. Of whether I, I, I watched up. it back, actually, and uh, last night, quite late, Sean, and I thought, did Imelda Munster overstep the mark a little? I couldn't tell whether she did or not, because by the end of it, I actually felt sorry for Ms. O'Leary. I thought... You do not involve a person's husband. You do not. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Not involve a person's private life in matters like this. And no, somebody had. Uh, yeah, I'd, I tend to agree with you. But, like, I can understand why she went down the route of question because when you do look through the bar to her account, like Geraldine O'Leary's name is all over it for different things. And... That's kind of understandable in that there's a cost to doing business. And particularly when you're a commercial yeah. director, you do have to go and meet clients. You have to build up relationships. Well, she, she had sure one figure they well. couldn't answer, Sean. And one figure they couldn't answer was they had 1.6 million roughly spent through these barter accounts over a period of time. And a lot of money spent on things like flip-flops and drinks receptions. But she was able to say, in my time, I brought in 1.6 billion in investment. And that figure stands up too. 
Yeah, and that, like that's so the spend through the barter account over ten years was one one thousandth of the commercial revenue that was brought in. And when they talked about the Rugby World Cup, for example, which is one of the bits that a lot of people, including myself, find excessive, that you would bring clients over mm. to Japan for a stay, she pointed out that cost one hundred and eleven thousand. But in the previous year, the clients that they brought spent a cumulative thirty eight million in RTE. So that was kind of one of the defences there, and mm. a, an element of there is a cost to doing doing business here. Yeah. I suppose what it comes down to is, is that cost excessive? Would those people have not advertised if you didn't bring them to the World Cup? I, I think they probably would have advertised again because remember, they're not doing it for the good of their health. Yeah. But that was where we got into. And yeah, when it gets get down into the personal, perhaps is where it uh, it detracted from the point of it. Where's this going to go? Sean, are we going to be talking about this for the rest of the summer? I know that we had the statement yesterday or the letter yesterday from uh, Ryan Tuberty and Noel Kelly that they're willing to come in and, and meet the committees. Will that happen? Yes. So the next steps immediately this morning, the media minister is going to meet with Kevin Backhurst, the incoming director general, and with the, the chair of the board, Shinny Raleigh. So we'll see what comes out of that. Then next week or tomorrow, you're going to have the PAC meeting to see what they're going to do. Most likely that will include an invitation to Noel Kelly and Ryan Tuberty now that they've said they're going to come into either or both of the committee, the media committee and PAC. That will happen on Wednesday and Thursday of next week. Also next week now, the forensic auditor is going to start work that day been brought forward. It was due to happen in August and after the revelations yesterday Minister Martin said no, that needs to happen next week so they're going to get in and really that forensic audit is probably what's going to turn up most of the dirt if there is indeed any more dirt to be turned out uh, and that's where the different investigations mm. will go. We also have the standing invitations to D Forbes and to Jim Jennings, the Director of Content. Both of them are unwell at the moment but the committees made it very clear they want to hear from them when they are in a position to come back in again. So this is certainly going going to drag beyond the doll recess which ends next week certainly going to drag into august and that's probably the big danger for rte because even yesterday we got away from a lot of the fundamental issues that actually brought this up which was the seventy-five thousand euro payments to ryan tuberty that went through that barter account that raised the first questions about the barter account those are going to be brought back to the fore over time but the danger for the company is that all these other little bits come in and it's death by a thousand cuts not just for the executive but for the the vast majority of staff at rte who are working very hard, who knew nothing about this, who are equally appalled at this, but are facing the consequences of it nonetheless. And you, through your position, Sean, as a member of the press corps in Leinster House, you'll know many of them well, and I'm sure they're deeply upset at what's been going on here. Completely, yeah, no, absolutely. And look, there, there is just a kind of a shock and an anger that people who really had to fight to get, you know, an updated phone or had to fight to get some expenses through relatively minor things, you know, even uh, the, the people who've had to pay for their own Christmas party down through the years and then see, oh, well, five grand was dropped on flip-flops for clients. You know, it, it's it's really quite galling for those who have been operating. I'm not going to say on a shoestring because the, the independent sector operates <laughs> on shoestring by comparison to RTE. Sometimes we need to borrow the shoe. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'd be lucky. Um, but, you know, comparative to all this bigger spending that secretly was going on on the corporate side, um, people very upset and angered that this, you know, their name is being dragged through the mud. They are, according to the Reuters Institute, the most trusted news brand in Ireland. And I think when you damage the most trusted mm. brand, that probably has bad, or, bad ramifications yeah. for the rest of journalism, too. All right, Sean, thank you for your time this morning. Political correspondent Sean Defoe on the ongoing story that is. The fallout from Tuberty Gate. It has kind of moved past Tuberty Gate, though, now, if you ask me. John says, ah, come on now, PJ, you can't expect these wonderful people, I'm putting in wonderful, to be wearing flip-flops from pennies.
I should work for RTE. I can buy flip-flops a lot cheaper. I'd save the taxpayer a fortune. PJ, can you imagine paying that for flip-flops? Most of which were probably left on the party dance floor. It's a scandal and such a waste of taxpayers' money, says Katie. Patrick says, can we just park the RTE story? The government love this. Uh, we're talking about RTE, not about the government and other things. It's a fair point, Patrick, but everybody is talking about it. PJ, who sorted the tax, insurance, NCT, repairs and fuel of that car that was on loan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a weird one. That's a weird Okay, I might have got my maths a little bit wrong at the top of the program. The flip-flops that RTE paid nearly five grand for would have cost about €25 Euro per pair. Uh, at five grand for 200 people. Like, then if you've been to Pennies and bought 200 pairs of their flip-flops, Pennies flip-flops, you'd have saved the taxpayer 3,300 euro because the ta- those, those flip-flops would have cost you 1,600. As someone who has never, or at least doesn't ever wear flip-flops, because I can't, I just can't, I've tried, I can't wear Flip-flops. It's just one of those things. (laughs) I cannot wear flip-flops. I've had more broken toenails and scraped toes from trying to wear flip-flops over the... I can't. I don't know why you would. If someone gave me flip-flops going into a party, I said, I don't want them. Take them away. Thanks a lot, but no thanks. 0818 96 96 96. We are making the BBC news website this morning for all sorts of the wrong reasons. Like, here's the thing. 12,000 euro for Bruce Springsteen tickets. 6,500 euro for a Phil Collins Robbie Williams concert. Hotel accommodation, 300 grand. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of money being spent on things. Um, 5,500 tickets supplied to guests on a complimentary basis for Toy Show the Musical. Now that was a flop and a half. To be fair to Tuberty, I don't think he wanted anything to do with it from the start. He wasn't connected to it. He had no connection to it. Yeah, <laughs> this staff member then with the loan of a car. This came up as a kind of a last-minute question. A staff member had a loan of a car for five years, and the car was given back the other day. And as it was said at the committee... They couldn't give us the name of the staff member at committee due to this GDPR guff that affects all our lives, but it'll come out anyway. Corks 96 FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.